Hey everyone, Mario Zelenas here. As many of you know, Wisdom Zeko is a free program that we offer through Origin Gate, and it goes to many nations in the world. In fact, almost 70% of the world is listening to us, hundreds of thousands of people. And once a year, we come to you asking that you consider giving a one-time trade in December that will go towards supporting this work and blessing those who are a part of it, who offer so selflessly their teachings and their lives to us through Wisdom's Echo. This year, that trade will be received on December 11th, U.S. time, December 12th, New Zealand, Australia, and that part of the world's time. And we are going to be receiving it actually starting with our roundtable on the 11th in the U.S., 12th in New Zealand. And we will be opening this up for everyone in the world who listens to Wisdom's Echo. And our objective this year is that we get everyone to do something. Would you consider doing something? It doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. But would you consider giving a one-time monetary gift to Wisdom's Echo through the systems that we're establishing to be able to receive that to bless those who serve us? day in and day out through these daily free podcasts. Thank you so much for considering it, and I'm looking forward to our participation in this. Shalom. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and I'm very excited to be sharing with you Um, some things that the Father has been doing in my heart as of late. You know, the voice of Yahweh is an unimaginable voice. And I think in ways we've forgotten the power of the voice of Yahweh. And one reason is because we have for so long almost mindlessly implied that the occurrence of this phrase, the Word of God, throughout Scripture and our conversations and teachings and all that stuff, when we hear the Word of God, we refer to the Bible. And don't get me wrong, I love my Bible, but Christianity at large has idolized a book in lieu of a king. You know, God encounters me when I read my Bible. I'm encouraged and I gain insight and revelation knowledge seats itself in my in my heart and in my spirit. It's a great resource but it's a terrible master. <laughs> and you know when we when the first thing we think about when we hear the phrase the word of God is a book and not the divine power of Yahweh's voice then I think we're missing the point. You know for example in John 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That is not referring to the Bible. There actually was no <laughs> no transdimensional you know, cosmic manuscript floating around in the void of nothingness, um, you know, because books were created from trees and trees came after the word. And, um, you know, John, this John one word is clearly speaking of Yeshua. He is the word at the beginning. He is the living expression of Yahweh, the image of the invisible God. That is the word of God alive. You know, another example that's been used so much to refer to the Bible is from Hebrews 4 when it says, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, 
And you know, that's not referring actually to scripture at all. If you look uh, just a couple verses prior, it's referring to his actual voice, the Dabar of Yahweh, his spoken word. And it shows up in the context of his request. Uh, you know, Yahweh's heart to us was today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts. And so, you know, as you can tell, I've been meditating on what happens when you misappropriate the beauty of what the word of God is actually referring to. And, and you know, when this happens, we unintentionally undermine the purpose of what the word was actually set out to do. And that was beckon us into the romance of relationship with God. You know, the Bible is amazing and it's a miraculous record. It's, it really is. When you think about how all of these pieces fit together and all of the authors and the timeline and all of those things, it's a miracle um, how it all came together. But you know, it's a, what it is, is a, it's a record of how the Word of God interacted with humanity for thousands of years. And so it in and of itself is a beautiful thing, but religion has caused us to break communion in ways with the voice by elevating the earthly record, when the entire purpose of this record was to draw us deeper into communion with the voice. And so I really don't want anyone to get me wrong. It's good for knowledge. God exists beyond knowledge, but Scripture is great for breaking open realms of knowledge where we can study, we can develop intellectual almost wealth, um, and of course, a way that doesn't just puff you up like a Pharisee, but you know, ultimately his voice is my treasure. His voice is my food. It is life to me. I seek it every day. I seek it with all of my heart, actually. And I daily posture myself to not just read a record of his voice interacting with mankind, but to become a man that his voice interacts with even outside the record. And so as I'm on this journey, though, uh, that I've been describing, I've really, you know, been encouraged by what realizations I've had while kind of reseating the voice of God in the throne of the word again. And I just wanted to share a, a couple things about that. But, you know, to, um, to start, I wanted to, you know, read a couple scriptures to you. These are going to be familiar, but I really want us to think differently about this. I'll, I'll read the scripture in the English Standard Version and in the Passion Translation because I just love it so much. But it's Isaiah 55, starting in verse 10 and through verse 11. It says this, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Powerful. So that was the English Standard Version. Let me just read you the same two verses from the Passion Translation because it's just so beautifully articulates um, this stuff. It says, As the snow and rain that fall from heaven do not return until they have accomplished their purpose, soaking the earth and causing it to sprout with new life, providing seed to sow and bread to eat, so also will be the word that I speak. It does not return to me unfulfilled. My word performs my purpose and fulfills the mission I sent it out to accomplish. And you know, there's such a beautiful picture in this passage of how reliable 
Yahweh really is. When he speaks, he means it. He wills it. He promises it, in fact. And you know, he mechanically almost orchestrates his word to succeed every single time. It literally says that it succeeds for every purpose. It always performs, which means that the, literally it is cosmically incapable of failing. And so the universe isn't designed in a way that will allow the word of God to fail for the purpose for which he sent it. And so if we take that and apply that concept to our daily life, This is where things really begin to shift for me. When I begin to realize that the treasure of the word of Yahweh in my life and the living, breathing, spoken communication and communion that I have with the Father being the centerpiece of my entire existence, this is where things really begin to shift. The Father revealed this to me um, and, you know, had me kind of change my behavior about about what what it means for the word of God to be established. You know, I say that a lot, that I want to establish the word of God that I desire for. I pray it a lot that, you know, I pray that the word of God would be established in this and established in that and that people would be establishers of the word of God. But recently when I read these two verses from Isaiah, I saw myself going about my daily life differently with work, with clients, with, you know, ministry and family and fun. And as I saw myself going through my day, I began receiving continually these transmissions of his voice, just interacting with me, sending his voice into the framework of who I am. And, and, and as he's sending me this word, he's sharing his heart. He's sharing the word of God with me, his secrets, his thoughts, his desires, his intentions, and giving me permission and giving me affirmation and everything he gives me by way of his living word. He, he was giving me these. And, and I saw myself receiving these transmissions, though, and I didn't receive them with this attitude that I once did of, thank you, Yahweh, I will establish this word. Thank you, sir, I'll establish this. I will be faithful to establish this. But I saw it differently. I, I began to really thank him for sending his word to establish me in that day or in that moment, or for that task, for whatever reason. Scripture says his word doesn't succeed upon human involvement. It said that his word succeeds regardless. It performs. It succeeds for the purpose for which he sent it. End of story. Like rain and snow, it's going to happen. And so I began living my life by not establishing his word, but daily being established by his word as he spoke it. Uh, by my scroll as he wrote it and since I started doing this there's been this peace that has come over me as I walk in this uncommon grace I believe all of heaven gets excited when we think rightly about God about who he is uh, and especially about why we exist in this earth Um, and this was so life-changing for me to realize that the word of God is going to succeed regardless I don't have to toil to make the word succeed what I have to do is posture myself to be established by the word that he is sending and so it's really really um, just been a you know, a powerful revelation to me. You know, recently Dr. O visited our church in Mobile, Alabama. Um, And if you've never heard of it, it's called Gates of Zion. Um, We'd love to see you there. Come party with us. Um, But, you know, while Dr. O was teaching at this conference, he was teaching about Christ and Metatron and the Shin Gadol. And in one of his messages, something grabbed me. 
that I wrote in my notes and that I've revisited since, and it kind of echoes in me. But he was teaching about the function of the high priest and the office of the high priest, and he said one sentence. He said, the high priest was a divine echo chamber for the voice. And I've really begun to experience this a lot lately, to be a, to actually be an echoing chamber for the voice of God to release his sound in us in the earth right now. Not by way of not by way of something that is written and recorded, although the value of that is immeasurable, but by way of actually sending his sound into a functioning divine echo chamber in the earth. And you know, we were on vacation recently actually in um in we were at Disney World and throughout our time there um, we had a blast. The children had a blast. It, it was just, it was so good to be with family, um, to kind of get away for a little bit. And I noticed that even in the middle of these busy days that we were having, where our schedule was largely built, you know, around fun activities and not necessarily spiritual engagement um, specifically, but I would find myself in a line of people um or, or something, and I would experience this thundering voice. Yahweh would just thunder his voice and echo through my body as if I were some divine echoing chamber where his voice could find a place to resound. And he would give me little pieces when he did this, little secrets, you know, encouragement. At one point, um, you know, as I was existing at this divine echo chamber, wasn't even focusing on it, but I was just sitting in peace, resting in him, enjoying time with my family and, and, and really setting my heart to minister to him with my, you know, with my attention and all of that stuff. As this happened, he would even, um, you know, he began to speak to me about secrets of time and space that, that I haven't revisited in, in a couple years that he brought me back to a specific place in my notes and began teaching me about the relationship of the interwoven, you know, kind of fabric of our universe. Um, so big things happen when I would encounter the, the word of God throughout the day, uh, the living word as it was spoken to me directly from his heart, directly in that place of communion. It was powerful. Um, but even other times, his voice would thunder and, and inside the chamber of who I am and would speak to me, um, you know, things that, you know, just simple things like, you know, he loves to tell me he's proud of me. Yahweh loves to speak to me and tell me to pay attention to something or to someone or to do something, to take some kind of action or to take some kind of posture of silence even, um, but I began to realize in the middle of all of this, it just continued to tie these things together that I've been sharing about for the last few minutes about, you know, that the word of God is so much more than the written record, but that the written word, that, that written record of how the voice has interacted with mankind throughout our timeline leads us into a relationship with the spoken word, the living word, the debar of Yahweh. And, and as he speaks to us throughout the day, we are actually established by his word. And there's so much peace in that. And re you can rest in the fact that he's establishing you and that you don't have to try and establish him. He is God. And when he sends his word, it will be established. Will you 
say yes to to taking the responsibility of of being established by his word well we'll see that i challenge myself on that every single day today i will set myself to be established by your word so that i can move forward and progress into everything that you've um that you've written into my scroll. But I realized in the middle of all this that I've never felt more alive and more established and more fulfilled in my relationship with Yahweh than when I simply experience a daily establishment of who I am by his word that went out from his mouth and that encountered me in the earth as his divine echo chamber it's such a beautiful revelation it's such a beautiful way of thinking that his word is not fragile that you can't break it it will succeed and we have the honor of being encountered and established by his word each day as you know as we carry out these this incredible magnitude that he wrote into our scroll when he designed us with such a beautiful intent so I pray that this encourages you today, that it breaks off any religious barriers that you've experienced and that it moves you into a greater um, appreciation and greater anticipation to encounter the voice throughout your day, to be established by the voice and to feel what it feels like for the thunder of his word to collide with the framework of who you are and echo throughout you and into the world around you. So... I just declare blessings and shalom over you, grace immeasurable and peace transcendent. And I look forward to speaking to you all again soon in a future podcast. Shalom.